Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platforms. My tubers and potters. What's good with y'all out there? Hey, this is the Gab. I'm Kamal. This is episode 40. Wow, I got the 40 piece. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, man, we have some motherfucking changes to the show. Look, so instead of doing two topics, we're going to do one topic, but we're going to be more in depth in the topic. We still keeping a sad segment, and we still keeping the meantime. Also, I'm going to be changing the thumbnails. I think y'all going to like it. It's going to be better for y'all. Look it. The sponsors, first place losers, bow rocking the gear. The link gonna be below. Y'all go check out the merch shop. I got other designs. I got other like sweaters. Got crop tops. Got all types of shit. Y'all check it out. I think y'all gonna like it. Hey, YouTube, Kamal Johnson, ENT. Y'all know what to do. Y'all grown. I ain't gonna tell y'all what to do. You feel me? For my potters out there, look it. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you got to do is motherfucking type in either The Gab or Kamal Johnson. Bow and I'll pop right the fuck up. How y'all doing out there? Give yourself a hand. If y'all watching, if y'all listening, whatever the fuck y'all doing, give yourself a fucking hand. You feel me? Hey, been a many day today, man. Woo, them social medias, bro. Oh, my God. They all crashing and shit. Fucking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter acting a little faulty. Uh-huh. Gonna lead into my topic too, but uh, goddamn, niggas are losing their shit. They're like, oh my god, and I've been here, yo, they've been fucking erasing some of the code from Facebook, bro. Where the fuck, Mark Zuckerberg pissed off? They was like, all right, nigga, we got we got something for your ass. God damn, that shit gonna fuck up a lot of businesses. Hope you had the sites or put your shit on like YouTube or something or archive the shit. <laughs> anyway. We're going to hop right into the topic, and like I said, we ain't doing two topics no more. We're doing one topic, and we're getting straight into the motherfucking business. Let's get it. First, what? First topic. Only topic we're about to get into is misinformation. Look at man. It be a lot of misinformation that be on these social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, shit. If Facebook is even around after fucking today, <laughs> or Instagram, they were racing the code from it, but... A lot of these social medias, TikTok, Twitter, Discord, YouTube, it has a lot of misinformation. And a lot of times these social media companies do a horrible job of knocking out the misinformation or at least correcting the misinformation that's being out there. And this leads anywhere from the 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 one thing I can't say, 19 years old, and uh, you know, shit like climate change and you know. Animal rights and all types of other shit. You know what's out there. You know it'd be misinformation. And this just is like in part with just social media is being lazy as fuck, man. The laziness of these motherfuckers, bruh. They don't do their due diligence. They just put in an algorithm. And if you say certain words or certain phrases, they flag your video. And be like, oh, this misinformation when it don't be. Or if you don't say certain words and stuff like that. Then it ain't an algorithm. Then they don't flag it. And it be mad misinformation. I'm telling you, bro. The laziness of the social medias is catching up to them. And we seeing this today, bruh. Goddamn. Them Russian hackers is like, fuck you, nigga. We about to fuck shit up for y'all. I know niggas are losing they shit right now. Oh, my God. Damn. 
Yo, my sources is the hill, but man, misinformation, bro. Oh my god, it's fucking terrible, bro. Man, hate that shit. Especially motherfuckers be like, if you eat three bowls of cereal a day, you know that'll help your metabolism and help your immune system? Nigga, what? What if you eat three bowls of fucking cinnamon toast crunch? Cinnamon toast crunch so good. But, like, you see that misinformation? Bullshit. It's nothing but bull malarkey. And it be on there. But it be for more serious issues. Talk, climate change ain't even real. Then why the hell is it getting way hotter in the United States? Nigga, it is goddamn October and 100 degrees in San Diego. Kind of, like, kind of in San Diego. But even around the world, bro, a whole bunch of type of disasters is happening. We having hurricanes mixed with earthquakes, mixed with volcano eruptions. Oh my God. Jeez Louise. Oh shit. Bro, the world's ending, bro. <laughs> the, the world's ending, bro. Shit, if I'm stealing misinformation, correct my ass. Because I'll be researching and studying, but sometimes, bro, I might, I might spew some shit that I just don't know. Let me know. I will correct myself. I'm trying to do better and better for the community. But if I don't fucking know, then I don't know. And if the fucking social medias and the algorithms is all fucked up, how the fuck am I supposed to know, man? Golly. Oh. Let me pray to God, if you're out there, please save us. From this technology crisis. Niggas is losing it. Misinformation is fucking being a little bitch right now. Oh my god. That's if you believe in God. <laughs> oh my god. Today's been funny as fuck, bruh. I don't give a damn, man. Hey, all I have to say is that social medias such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that shit, even YouTube. Y'all got to do better when it comes to this uh, misinformation. Y'all got to do y'all due diligence and stop making these lazy ass algorithms to solve your fucking problems. Stop it. Shit's whack. Like I said, once again, I got my sources from The Hill. All right, man. You know what segment we about to get into. Ooh-wee. We about to get into the sad segment. And I had to talk about this show. I had to talk about this show. Number one on Netflix. Motherfucking Squid Game. Motherfucking Squid Game. One more time. Get an air horns for this fucking show. Motherfucking Squid fucking Game. God damn, this is a good ass show. Bro. So, gotta get a stats. IMDb gave it 8.3. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it 100%, nigga. 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 My potter's out there. I'm air punching and standing up. God damn. Goddamn, 100%. I've never seen it. Fuck them critics. <laughs> One day they're going to give me a sponsor saying, hey, man, we like the way you say fuck them critics. So, uh, we, we you know, your, your numbers is up. You got a whole bunch of motherfuckers saying fuck us. We love it. We're going to pay you. <laughs> Look at This came out September 17, 2021. This is directed by Hwang Dong Hazuk. I'm probably pronouncing that shit wrong. But, uh, hey, I want to give, bruh, we're going to read into this. Oh, that's another thing, too. I'm going to be... 
For now, I'm going to be on my phone doing more research, getting y'all better information out there. I feel like I'm doing a bad job of it. So, I'm going to do better. You feel me? My numbers is kind of low. It's my fault. It ain't on y'all. It's on me. So, let's pull this up real quick, man. Pull this up real quick. So, in the Twitter world, it read, Squid Game cre creator Hong Guang Dong Hayuk wrote the show in 2009, nigga, but was rejected by studios for 10 fucking years. He once had to stop writing a script plus sell his $675 laptop due to money struggles. Today is number one in 90 countries, said to become the most watched show on Netflix history. Look at man, this motherfucker's inspirational, goddammit. He didn't stop. He kept going. He said, fuck these motherfuckers. This show is going to get created and watch. Y'all going to see what the fuck going on. And it goes into, like, this show kind of going to what the fuck was happening to him. Money struggles, financial struggles. That's what this show, you know, kind of is about. You feel me? The debt in South Korea and all that. And how mad people in debt and it's increasing. Man, a whole lot of motherfucking game and fucking gems right there. Just in that one tweet right there, man. Uh, this is starring Lee Jong-Jae, Park Hassel, and Hella Moore. I don't know these actors until now, but great fucking job. Y'all, y'all killed it, bro. Oh my God. It's a South Korean survival drama television series. Hey, real talk, there's another show that resembled this in my eyes. It's called, hold on, let me get the correct name. You feel me? Get the correct name for y'all. It's, uh, Alice in Borderlands. That's a pretty good show too. It's a this is has bet a better storyline and is like character development is a little bit better, but it's kind of the same concept. Alice in Borderland, you feel me? I might talk about that show next time. I have to rewatch it though get get you the full gist of it. But uh, yeah, y'all should go watch that shit too. But back to Squid Game. So basically, the gist of the show is is that. They have these VIPs. VIPs are basically white colonizers with a bunch of money trying to motherfucking make these poor people play these fucking kid games to which leads to fucking death. So they call them the VIPs. The orchestrator of the game was actually the first players, the old Asian dude. And basically he got so much goddamn money, you don't find out to the very end that he got a bunch of dough. And literally, he was like, just how rich motherfuckers be, they be like, man, I'm just bored, so I wanted people to play with me, so I just created something, and I created a game, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, you created this deathmatch, you created motherfucking regular nigga deathmatch, just for your entertainment, because you bored, nigga? See what boredom does? Boredom kills, literally. Um... But yeah, man, this nigga, bro. So they just got a bunch of motherfuckers that was in mad debt. And like, they were having a bunch of messages that the debt in Korea is just, in South Korea is so bad that like people just really, really risk their fucking life to get this money. And they need the money. They do unspeakable, unexplainable things to get this money. So Squid Game basically, bro, like the main character. Has a daughter that, like, you know, the mom left him because nigga was poor, irresponsible, and went to the responsible nigga with money and, like, made a son together and shit. And basically, like, we about to go to the United States. Bruh, job requires to go to the United States. We gonna bamp out. You can't provide. And his mom, 
you know, diabetic, foot all fucked up, went to the hospital. She she on the brink of death. And this nigga's like, damn, bro, I got to get money. I'm broke as hell. And the opportunity came. Some nigga in a nice suit, like I tell you. Niggas in nice suits are usually scam artists or up to no good. So nigga came while he's sitting on the subway. And bro was like, you want to play a game? And I guess in, in, in Korea, man, they got a gambling problem. All these niggas gamble. They mad competitive. And they all gamble like a motherfucker. So this nigga literally was like, all right, cool. He was like, look, man, they played this little paper thing. Ting, 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 ting. Like you flip it over. He was like, I give you uh, 10,000 yawns, which I assume is 100 bucks in the United States. I don't the fuck know. Who knows? But nigga was like, bow, lost the first one. And bro was like, how about this? Every time you lose, I slap the fuck out you. But if you win, you get you all this money. Bro was like, all right. Bow, bow, eat, ah, die, slapping that nigga every motherfucking time. God damn, it was like a slap scene for five fucking minutes. God damn. Nigga getting slapped the fuck out of. But then... He finally won one. Bow! And this nigga forgot he was going for the money and trying to slap burn, bro. Ah! And that nigga was like, oh yeah, I'm playing for the money. Not to slap you. <laughs> Not to slap you, nigga. Hey, what the... <laughs> oh my god, bro. That shit was hilarious. But, yeah, bro, then he gave him the card and was like, yo, bro, you really want to play a game? Game and change your life. You can win a lot of money. Where money always come from? Call the number. So before the first, the first scene where they were talking, explaining the game, the game Squid Game, and it's like a little kid game where like you had defenders defending the attackers from getting to the end of the fucking headpiece and that Squid thing. But it's like the most violent game out of all the kid games. So that's why it's called Squid Game. And at the very end, the last two people play the game Squid Game. So. The gist of the main character did that, call the call card, blah, 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 and then, like, get into the game, and then, like, they introducing other characters, side characters and shit, and he literally, like, they, they suit up in this ugly-ass prison type of jumpsuit, which give you the vibe of, like, throughout the movie, like, the social experiment type of vibe. If you ain't seen that movie, go watch it. Or, like, you know, how, how it is with... with uh, basically prison and how like certain people gravitate towards other groups and how people work to groups to get to their point until it's their time to cut throw the motherfuckers and another thing the message i got from was like like i always say man is like with great wealth is there always great cruelty like that's what happens seem like a lot of motherfuckers end up turning into animals turn into savages just for their their own benefit it's like you know yeah, who knows? Y'all let me know down in the comments. Y'all let me know. Twitter, whatever. Holla at me. Let me know what y'all think. But main character introduced. Got, the old man was there, number one. Bro was 456, last one. Then they was playing the game. Red light, green light. Nigga was like, oh, nigga, this is easy, bro. We playing kid game. Nigga ran. Ha-da-da. Red light. Nigga stopped, moved a little bit. Kind of blind out, nigga got shot. Nigga, everybody's like, oh, shit, what the fuck going on? Hella motherfuckers start fucking running towards the exit. Just start getting picked off. Killed at least 200 people first game, my nigga. God damn. The, they had to pass six games. 
So, literally, episode one and two, character development, they show that. That nigga is, everybody's scared. And the motherfucker, they're like, oh, shit. These games are lethal. They kill you if you get it wrong. So then, first game passed. You had the main character. You had the uh, the main antagonist, one dude, the tattoo. He was a motherfucking gangster, that old other motherfucking gangster nigga's money. That's why he was in mad debt. Then you had you had the main character, childhood friend. This nigga was like mad smart, went to college, was like, but that nigga ended up in mad debt. Nigga was had a problem, I think, gambling. This gambling shit, bro. These niggas got gambling problems, bro. And like he didn't want to tell his mom because his mom was so happy for him. But then that nigga was into some criminal shit too. He did some fucking fraudulent shit, you know, white collar crime. You feel me? So the police was looking for him. Hey, had to play the game. Pay debt so he won't go to jail. Then you had the main female character. Uh, she was like in fucking conflict with the main character because she pickpocketed this nigga. But also she was in conflict with the gangster nigga because they had beef. And like she was just, she, you know, what I mean? she was gangster, bro. She just had really nobody but her little brother. That was it. But um. Yeah, that was most of the main characters, main side characters and shit. So then, oh, and the old nigga. Old nigga that, at the end, you find out, orchestrated everything because he was bored. Motherfucker. Man. Oh, and they had another uh, character. He was supposed to be the minority out the group. He was from Pakistan. And, like, he had his wife and kid. And, like, they was broke as fuck. And, like, the work nigga didn't want to, the main boss didn't want to pay him. He pushed that nigga into a machine, crushed this nigga arm fingers off just like how his shit was fucked up due to work so a whole bunch of little messages in there and shit so then when they got the episode three god damn that's when shit started getting fucking real because when they went to uh sleep time they figured out like one the gangster nigga fought one dude and beat that nigga to death and everybody was like oh shit he's about to get kicked out the game and they're like up nope. 213 players now. It was 214. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, I forgot to say, they gave him a chance, they gave him an out to like lead the game. And every like hell they all left. They agreed to like stop playing the game. But what happens is the money goes to the people that are dead. So they left. Then they gave him a chance to come back. Everybody came back except for 14 people. And I, this is the part of the show I didn't get. Cause the front man, nigga with the face and shit. He was like, he was like, okay, keep an eye on the 14 people. And they never mentioned the 14 people ever again. Like, them niggas became ghosts. So, but what happened was, afterwards, the main character went to the police, and he bumped into this detective, and the detective see the card, and then he saw the card at his brother brother house that he'd been trying to find for his mom. So then he started investigating, followed the people and shit, and now, like, he became one of the soldiers. And basically, the soldiers were basically... Nigga, these was like PlayStation logos, bro. PlayStation buttons. I see they forgot the X because they did. They, they would have been copyrighted like a motherfucker. But the circle niggas were the lowest man on the totem pole. They was going to carry the bodies, doing the brunt work and shit. Then the triangle motherfuckers was the soldiers, the gunners and shit like that. Then the square niggas, they were the main soldier, captain, general motherfuckers, whatever you want to call them. And uh, the soldier motherfuckers didn't mean anything. They were just there to keep order keep control but them niggas died didn't matter nobody cared uh but then third third episode they figured out bro beat them to death and they figured out like oh shit we could kill you motherfuckers now 
Everybody started splitting up in teams. And when that light went off, bro, nighttime, nigga. Boy, it was royal fucking rumble. Nigga, it was murdering each other. Like, at least 40 people got murked. Like, stabbings, beatings, power pole shit. And it just turned into, like, um, Lord of the Flies type of shit, bro. Telling you, like, Lord of the Flies, social experiment. It, it was many, bro. Like, these niggas just turned to real animals for the money, man. For the bread. Turn to motherfucking pigeons for the bread. Throughout. Then, like, then they had a couple more kid games. Like, episode four or five, whatever. <sighs> episode six. Episode six, man. That's when it started pulling on your emotional, your emotional strings, man. It was tugging at that shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. Episode six, man. I, I cried, bro. I was, I was weeping and crying. Oh my god, bro. Oh god. I was crying like a motherfucker, bro. God damn. Episode six, then episode eight, and then episode ten. I cr- no nine, nigga. I cried, bro. God damn, bro. Such great writing, man. So good, bruh. God damn. Episode 6, they had them like, oh, you pair up with two people. And then they were playing like marble games. But what they didn't know was they thought they was pairing up with their person that they get along with the most, that they love the most and shit. And it's like, oh, we're going against other people. Nope. You go against that person and whoever loses dies. Damn, bro. The smart ass nigga, bro, paired up with the uh, Pakistani nigga. He tricked that nigga. Killed him. Then the main character went went linked up with the the OG bruh. And he thought OG bruh got popped, but you never see it. You never see it. That's why at the very end, you're like, oh, this nigga's still alive. What the fuck? And he's like, oh, he orchestrated. Like, damn. And they had this one woman. This one was a bitch. Always talking, running her fucking mouth, trying to hop from team to team. But what happened was there was a doctor and he was linked up with some of the soldiers. And these niggas was doing ill shit. They were trying to hustle on the side and cut the dead body organs out and shit and sell them. And then the front man found out, murked them niggas and had them hanging. You feel me? And then she, like, had no partner because nobody wanted to partner with her. But obviously you knew, like, oh, she going to be she gonna be good because they this game, like, they try to make it all about equality. And, like, out in the real world, they don't have an equal chance to fucking make some of themselves and get money. But at least in here they do. That was the whole point of the games and stuff. And she got away scot-free on that game. She didn't have to fucking play. And, like, she was fucking with the gangster nigga. And this is where the gangster nigga fucked up. Because it's hard to get a woman that be down for you. And she fucking helped this nigga out in one of the fucking hard little cornbread cutting symbols out shit game. Gave him the lighter. And he fucked her over. And she was like, you fuck me. While they were fucking. He was like, she was like, you fuck me over? I'm going to kill your bitch ass. And he was like, okay. Didn't believe it. Yep, best believe she killed that nigga in one of the games. Uh, But yeah, man, bruh. He, fu- he tricked the OG and shit like that. Other bruh tricked other, the Pakistani and bruh. Then the chick linked up with another chick. And I know outside in the real world, them two don't have friends. But they would have been closest friends because they've been through so much trauma. Man, and like, man, I, I cried when she dropped that marble. I was like, oh my God, heartfelt. She sacrificed herself for her just because she was like, you know what? I got nothing in the world, but at least you got your little brother. Damn, God damn, that was heartfelt. 
God damn. All of it heartfelt. Shit. Then go to episode like seven. Then like, it was like, yeah, seven was like the bridge game. And that's when the scorned woman, don't want to mess with a scorned woman, she'll kill your ass. Killed the gangster nigga and they got across the bridge and it was just them three. It was a childhood friend. It was the main character and it was the main woman, the main woman character. And what happened was the, the childhood friend ended up pushing the nigga off the bridge. And the main character was like, what the fuck going on, nigga? I thought you was a good nigga. What the fuck? And he was like, nah, fuck that. He would have been staying here and we would all die. God damn it. I'm trying to win the money. What the fuck? You acting like a little bitch. I'm like, God damn. Niggas turned into savage. But the what happened was all the glass broke and the, the main chick woman got cut. Wow. Slither shit. Ding. And then like they had like uh they talked about the front man. And basically the front man was the detective brother. He was fine. The detective was finding out all types of other shit down the line and stuff. Going, he was finding out like all the games and the brothers at it. The front man was the brother. And then the brother killed his little brother, Dale. Shot that nigga dead. Niggas turned ruthless for the money. Ruthless. But then it came into the uh they were they were eating and shit like that. And it was the last night. And then like uh the main character went over the chick, they had the knives and shit, and he was like, No, should have protected, we cool, da da da. And then like she was bleeding out. And he was like, Oh shit, she bleeding out, kind of door. Man, childhood friend of Bow, murking her, bruh. That made other dude angry. Then it was the final showdown. And it was Squid Game. And niggas was beating each other at. And then the main character, Good Heart. Only nigga had kind of kind of a good heart. Except for he tricked the old nigga at the end. Um, but this nigga so was like, nah, bro. You my nigga. I can't do it. I ain't, gonna, I ain't even going to sacrifice you like that. And what happened? The childhood freak killed himself. For this nigga. Everybody's so honorable, bruh. God damn. So then, you find out the end, old man orchestrated this shit. Then bruh got the money, helped out the girl little brother, helped out bruh mom, went. And then at the very end, this nigga's about to go see his daughter in America, get her fucking back. And then we see the car, he see some nigga getting slapped up, try to stop bruh, boom. Didn't happen, he got the card, he called. And it was like 456, stop bullshitting. We see you, you better stop fucking around. And this nigga turned into goddamn motherfucking Rambo. And was about to go out there and try to track these niggas down. Don't you know you can't do that? They got eyes everywhere. It ain't gonna work. Man, this is such a fucking great show. Only thing I didn't like was the VIP motherfuckers. Them bitch ass niggas, man. Them colonizers, bruh. Well, Making making bets and shit like these niggas were cattle. They called them horses. You fuck ass niggas, just like a rich white man, bitch ass nigga. Now, but for real though, man, shout out the uh, director Hong Dong Hassel to keep following your dreams since '09 to make the number one show on Netflix when niggas didn't believe in you. And I hope that's inspirational to people out there. I know it's inspirational to me because I be having my down moments, but I'ma keep striving to produce these shows and make these shows great for not only me but for y'all and we all about to be winning god damn it look at me let's give a hand clap for that fucking show once again that was squid game on netflix y'all go check it out if y'all haven't already uh let's get it man let's get into the next segment oh shit
is motherfucking meantime. Ooh, we got some juicy memes for you. Look at me, Pack Nation. Go pack, go, nigga. We three and one, and we got for my potters out there. We got Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. <laughs> they got a picture, bro, and it fucking reads. Aaron Rodgers looks like Nicolas Cage playing Aaron Rodgers in a movie about Tom Brady. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. That's fucking funny, because you kind of do. <laughs> Boy, god damn. That's funny as hell. Wow. That's a good one. Y'all come up with great memes, god damn it. I appreciate that. Good job, y'all. Alright, next one from my potters. It got Pee Wee Herman, bruh. And he out here hitchhiking with the fucking big ass thumb. God damn. Nigga, thumb big as hell. And it reads Y'all used to laugh at Pee Wee Herman's suit. But now, your sons are wearing it to prom. <laughs> Not only the prom, nigga, these niggas wearing it in the club, bruh. They be wearing them tight ass, flooding fucking suits. Showing they socks, these niggas tight and they fucking pants flooding. God damn. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. Nigga look like the suit painted on him. God damn. Alright, bruh. Bam, I'm back. This is a long ass episode. I don't fucking give a fuck. Look at man. I was on the third meme, got cut off. Fuck it, we gonna go right back to it. Third motherfucking meme, nigga. Hey, <laughs> And it's it. Bro, it got a dude putting on the clown makeup. It got four lines of shit. And so, first line says, maybe if I work hard, first base of clown makeup. Go above and beyond. Then more clown makeup. Never use sick or vacation days. Bro, damn there got the full clown shit on. Last, the company will notice and appreciate. This nigga got the full clown shit on right now. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. Hey, them companies really be like that, bro. Motherfuckers really be like that. Goofy ass niggas. Thinking that these companies gonna fuck with you or for you and shit. You looking like a total clown out here. These niggas don't give a fuck. They will fucking can your ass and get another nigga in the next motherfucking day. Stop being clowns for these motherfuckers, man. Goddamn. God damn. <laughs> Clown ass shit, bruh. Oh my god, bro. Oh shit. Oh man. I know guys, this is a long episode, but I had to fucking talk about Squid Game and I had to get in full detail with the shit. I know it was long. Fuck it. Whatever. This is the gab. Episode 40. I'm Kamal. Hey, give yourself a fucking hand clap if you listening or watching. Hey. Like I said, we changed the format of the show. We're doing one topic, and we're going to go on more depth in the topic. The motherfucking uh, sad segment, we're going more depth. Meantime, going to stay the same. That shit's funny all around. Feel me? Hey, man. Look it. For my tubers, Kamal Johnson ENT. Hey, y'all grown. Y'all know what to do. Hey, for my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is type in either The Gab or Kamal Johnson, and bow, and I pop right the fuck up. Hey, I'd like to thank my sponsor, First Place Loser. Bow. The uh, link to the merch going to be in the description below. Y'all go check it out, bro. I got other, like, I got sweaters. I got more t-shirts. I got more designs. I got crop tops. I got women, women uh, clothing. You know what I mean? I got tank tops. I got it all, man. Go check it out. It's going to be the link below. On that note, though, I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah.
this was a game. This was a game. Ooh, yeah.